0: And welcome back to another week of the final siren. Today we'll be talking about all things waffle women, and we're joined today by talented top age young gun from Claremont, Bella Lewis. Also got uh, chief editor Peter Williams and myself, Taylor Malky. But Pete, we'll start with you. Give us a bit of a hello and what you've been up to.
1: Yeah, no, uh, been a good week, I guess. Uh, checking out all the footy, and obviously as, as Bella also goes through, we've had a we've come to the end of the. Uh, Waffle Women's season, so it was pretty tight in that final round. But um, we finally got our finalists, and I guess Bella, obviously, unfortunately, your team happened to be the one that fell out in the end. But um, one team had to. So, ha- how did you sort of um, feel going into that final round?
2: Yeah, I think that was definitely, you know, we'd gone into the final round a bit, a bit nervous, um, as you do, because you know, if we hadn't, if we hadn't won that round, it was in the in the hands of Swans to win. So, which unfortunately didn't happen, but um, we'd gone in a bit nervous and, and we got them. I think we had them in the first quarter and um, I think maybe after after half time, we'd, we'd let ourselves go a little bit, which it was quite obvious in the third, fourth quarter, they'd come back. Um, you know, I think it was really down to just who wanted it more. And so unfortunately that, you know, it wasn't us, but we'll be back. We'll be back next year. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, and I guess for those who haven't, um, I guess, read your feature yet or, or know about it, just give us a bit of a rundown in your um, journey through, through the leagues and, um, and then we'll get stuck into the team
2: season. Yeah, so well, basically, long story short, just moved over from Sydney in, in 2014 and then um, started playing with the boys and came through and then played at Claremont and then from there just went to State Academies and, um, and then made National Academy and um, yeah, just been at Claremont ever since then pretty
1: much. And how's this season been for you as, as a whole, like the 2020 season, um, obviously really competitive year. It's, it's shortened, but um, aside from obviously South Fremantle, that it's, it's been pretty close all year between the top five.
2: No, I think this has been good to be honest. I, d- I don't think that we thought it was going to be as close um, as it, as it was um, apart from South Prayer, which is good because, you know, it's, it's more people want to watch it and more people are intrigued and, in, um, the contest and the talent that's, you know, definitely arising. So um, I've quite enjoyed watching this year, Um, you know, the the different girls and, and everyone who's come through. So it's been good.
1: And obviously, at the start of the year, I think, uh, like you know, you you sort of had that. I think injury to start, and and then you came in and whatnot. How, what what was that like coming back in? And there was already a delay as it was. Um, what was that like coming back in, and, and, and then having an influence throughout the, I guess, second half of that season? And, and...
2: yeah, it was definitely. Um... You know, I was definitely rusty. I think my first game was definitely rusty, but you could to expect that. I think, you know, coming back from so, so long with the preseason um, definitely made me want to just play more, really. I just wanted to play more, play better. Um, I knew that we only had a really limited time to kind of show um, what we had and how we played. And, and so, yeah, I think that just came out really more towards the end of the season for me. Yeah,
1: and in terms of Claremont's season um, as a whole, how do you sort of, uh, I guess, rate that at the end of the season? Now, unfortunately, you missed out as you mentioned, but like the whole year, how how do you sort of, or how's the the team as a whole rated their year?
2: Yeah, look, to be honest, we um, I've had a, a chat to a couple of the players, and as as you know, maybe disappointed and sad as we are, I think that this year we've worked more as a team than we have in previous years, and. Um, you know, I think the more that we do that, the more that we work on our structures together, the results will come. So, you know, that's just, it's a process that we go through and that we're going through right now. So, yeah, I think I would just, team morale is definitely,
0: definitely a big factor in, in, in winning and, and having results. So we're not too, too fussed at the moment. And kind of looking back on that season, clearly you've come up against quite a lot of sides. You played against South Fremantle. What was that like? How do you prepare for coming up against a team like that?
2: Yeah, look, to be honest, we, we hadn't we hadn't really changed our mindset going into into playing South Fremantle because we knew our coach had said to us, you know, they're going to, even though they're losing, they're going to come out and, and give the physicality to us. And which they did, credit to them, they actually, um, you know, gave it to us a few times um, in terms of the physical and, and we didn't, I don't think we really ran over, over the top of them. So yeah, you know, preparation doesn't really change, I think, for the sides that you verse. Um, I think it's more about consistency and just playing your role in the same game that you play every week, really.
1: Yeah, and in terms of, uh, I guess, uh, looking ahead to the finals with the teams we do have, um, we'll start at the top. So sort of Subiaco, how, how did you find personally um, when you're looking at them or playing against them, like what, what, do you, what is it that they do so well and who are some of the players potentially to look out for?
2: Yeah, well, I think going to the finals they're they're definitely clear, clear favourites. I think they've just won the minor premiership. Um, so they're very dangerous. I think they tend to last year, the past couple of years, they've gone into the finals and, and struggled a bit, whether that's due to, you know, being tired, like getting to the end, working so hard. But um, you know, hopefully hopefully they break through that this year. Um their players—they've got Lara Filicamo, they've got Tia Haynes. Um, even you have got the young guns in, in Charlie Thomas and um, Maggie McLaughlin. I think they're really—you know—they provide an all-rounder. It's good that they've brought up some of the young girls, which they didn't tend to really do last year. Um, Abby Darrick as well. I think they provide great run, and um, the older girls really help help the younger girls in in terms of you know experience and and um, footy IQ and that and that kind of thing.
0: So. Um, yeah, I think they will be definitely be a team to beat this year. So you just touched on Subiaco there. Clearly Peel Thunder as well. How do you rate them so far?
2: Yeah, Peel, I think I, I give great credit to Peel this year. They're very strong. They've been very strong this year. Um, And I think that's also credit to the, they've just got a new coach in Steve, um, very attacking, very attacking style coaching in the way that they want to play. Um, I think they're a bit of the underdogs, you know, I'm, um, yeah, they've got, they've, they've got a, a more of a balance as well as the older, with the older girls and the younger girls. There was a lot of, a lot of young girls on the field last year, um, which is great to have, great to have run, but you also need the balance of experience. And, you know, as I said before, um, it's good to, you know, have someone to look up to and then talk to in, in the older girls, um, whether that be Ebony
0: Dowson, they have appeal, um, you know so yeah, I think they'll be they 'll be good as well, just as you touched on, you said that they're a very attacking side from you guys from your team personally. How do you kind of look to combat that attacking pressure
2: yeah look on on attacking pressure, I think that um we've our our style's been quite attacking this year as well, but we look to um, be defensive when when they set up, so we have certain structures that if they don 't follow us we 're right on them in in, in terms of um, you know, center bounce stoppages and, and things like that. We just don't let them have it really. We just, you've got to stay man on man. And, um, and that's a, that's a big part of our game, especially when peel peel very attacking, they like to be them by themselves and, and, um, which has clearly worked for them. So um, yeah, it's been good, but that's really how we tend to, um, we tend to match up on, on teams like that. So, yeah.
1: And, and how do you sort of, what do you take out of that final game? Obviously, like, um, the first quarter on the weekend, uh, you had a lot of chances in that first quarter. If you'd, I guess, converted a few of those, you, you might have been further in front. How much do you take out of the final game? Like, do you assess much like you would a regular game knowing the season's over? Or do you just then look at the season as a whole? Like, how much um, debrief do you do in that final game?
2: Uh, yeah, I think that we, we have a review session every week after every game. Um, and I think that that game... We didn't get to have a review session because um, you know I think our coach was pretty disappointed, pretty sad at that point, which is understandable, so that kind of comes into our into our end of end of year review, um, but I think that yeah a, a lot of what we've been talking about is is sometimes we'll start off well in the first quarter or and then we'll drop off or we won't start off well in the first quarter and then drop off towards the end. Um, build up towards the end so um you know i think a lot of the review i think that we need to talk about is consistency and just starting from the get-go you know it's like really about who who wants it you know um we know we're good enough so it's just um yeah
0: i guess that comes into the end of season review Beautiful. and kind of moving on now looking at east Fremantle, they're clearly still in the hunt kind of what have you thought of their season so far I think- uh, East for is an interesting one actually because they they
2: didn't start off too strong um and you know as you see the first game that they really started to get into form was against us, and then from there they've just been they've been taking off as as the side that you saw last year as the reigning premiers so I think that um they're starting to incline and really starting to peak, so I think they will be quite tough to beat um You know, um, yeah, they're on a roll, really. There's not much more you can say about them. But Yeah.
1: And and obviously, like, particularly with East Freo, they've had, early in the season, they were missing a lot of their AFL women's players because that's obviously what makes them so strong. They've got quite a a host of them. Um, Obviously, they came back and gave them some experience um, and and helped them around the ground. What sort of impact does that have, like, across the league for the different clubs uh, where the AFL women's players come back and, and provide some support for the teams?
2: Yeah, I think in every club, um, every club that having the AFL girls there is just—it's really good. I think it's really good for the younger girls' development because when they're away, they um, you know tend to bring up uh, like the, the 18s girls, even some of the 16s girls um, who really talented. Like the run and skills is just getting better every year. But I think having that um, AFLW girls there knowing, you know, specific structures that they've done in, in say Fremantle or Eagles and, and um, just the experience and the more, the footy IQ, I guess as well. Um, it's clearly, you know, it shows, it shows in the games that you see and you can
0: see how much of an impact it's having on the younger girls as well, which is really good. And the final team that's in the hunt, Swan districts for you personally, what do you think?
2: Um, Swans will be interesting. They, yeah, I, I, I think they'll do well, to be honest. I think that all the teams will do well. Swans are, have very um, skilled players. A lot of the players, you have like Sinead Davison, Michaela Morrison, the Hyde twins. They, they've got a broad range of, of players. That's not just all in key positions. Um, so I think that, you know, if they, if they really want it, um, they've got East again. East again this week at East home ground, um, the first final so i think that if they really want it they they'll, they'll go out and do well but um yeah it just depends on on how they go into the game with their mindset and whatnot
1: and and they've obviously got a lot of youth as you mentioned they're probably one of the youngest teams even though there's quite a few young teams but they've got a lot of those um wa academy members so like from that perspective you've seen a lot of them come through the programs and things like that and grow up what is it like sort of Seeing um, those players perform strongly throughout the season, particularly when there's a group of them in in that core that are probably the, their best players, realistically.
2: Yeah, I think it's 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 cool to see because um you know as you said a lot of them are WA Academy members, so I see them at training and it's it's really good to um see how much like they've matured like over the last year um you've got players like Michaela Morrison, Naira, Shanae as I said before they're just getting better and better and and I think that playing together as well they're they're a close group of girls um when they play together they know how to each other play and um they use that to their advantage yeah I think that it's really good that um they're doing very well this year.
1: Yep. And in terms of like the, uh, I guess, moving on to those uh, Academy members, we'll, we'll start with the, the one, one of them from your team, obviously, Jess Lowe. Um, give us a bit of a insight into her and, and what she does so well.
2: Yeah. JLo, uh, we call her J-Lo. Um, Jess Lowe, she's, she's, I think she's probably one of the most underrated players I've ever seen. She's like an all rounder. She's strong bodied, but she's agile. She's so fast. Like she's really quick. Um, and she works really hard. She's very disciplined and you know any any feedback that she gets from coaches she takes it on board she's she's a leader at the same time but you know a quiet quiet leader um and yeah just her commitments really like I'll go to training early like an hour and a half early she's already there gymming like it's you know she, she just her commitment's great she clearly loves the game um and she I think she'll only get better from here
0: and then kind of moving on from um from Jess, or your j as you like to call her. It's a great nickname, very inventive. <laughs> um, but Sarah Veria, she's from the Peel. What do you think of her? Sarah's probably one of the most consistent, most composed players I
2: think I've ever seen. Like, you know, she, she's been good. She's just raw talent. She's been good from a young age. Um, she's very composed. She's been playing quite a bit of um, halfback at Peel and the ball just doesn't get past her, really. She just gets it and boots it straight back out. So I think they've been playing her a little bit in the inside-outside mid as well, which has been good for her fitness as well. Yeah, she's just – I think she, she's going to be a huge chance at the draft this year. She's just one of those raw talent players that you just don't really see very often.
1: And in terms of, obviously, if we look at the the um, next one, we go from the younger ones to maybe a slightly older one, but still obviously only 20. In terms of Rosie Walsh, what's she been like coming into East Frio this this year? Obviously, is that – of a lot taller than the rest of you. What, what, what kind of impact she had uh, with the academy?
2: I think that, well, for East Freo specifically, she's had a major impact. She, I um, did 18th with her last year and, and the improvement that she's had from last year to this year has just been incredible. Like she's obviously, the, I'm pretty sure she's the tallest player in the WA um, Academy. And she's been working on a rock, rock craft as well at East Freo, but I think she's been a, a major key forward for them. Her hands have gone – she's got an incredible mark now um, and and she's a good goalkeeper as well. So I think she's going to be a great key forward um, that the clubs will be looking at in the future.
0: And just touching on Abby Dowrick, what do you think some of her strengths are on the footy field?
2: Um, she's just a bull, really. I don't think you can, there's another really nickname that you can give her. She's a bull. She just attacks – she attacks the contest with everything. You know, she's scary. I've gone up against her um, – couple times it's definitely scary um she's but she's very very dangerous by foot very dangerous in terms of skills she's got a great mark she can kick 50 meters off a couple steps which is you know um something that you don't come across as well with a couple with the with a few of the girls so um yeah she's she she's very dangerous very dangerous player
1: And obviously, we saw her a couple of years at Champs. She didn't play last year, but she played a couple of years ago. She's very vocal on the field. Is she still very vocal and likes to get stuck into, um, you know, opposition players or or trying to put them off when they're going for goal and whatnot?
2: Yeah, she does. She likes to um, have a bit of fun on the field as well, which I think is is important. Um, So... Yeah, it's, it's all fun and games. I think that she likes to um, get in the head a little bit because I think that's definitely mentally part of the game. If if you get them mentally, you've pretty much got them um, in terms of winning. So, yeah,
0: she's, she's very good at that. I'll give her I'll give her credit for that. And, and just... Oh, no, go, Pete.
1: I was just going to say, um, I was going to move on to Swans um, in terms of that. Like, we'll go one at a time because, obviously, as we've mentioned, they've got a heap. Um, So, uh, Michaela Morrison will start with like being involved with her. What what are uh, her strengths and what she does well?
2: She's very um, she's very fast and highly skilled. She's um, dangerous in the air. I think she takes probably one of the best marks in in the academy, um, whether it's pack marks or individual marks, and then also being able to convert it into goals. Whether that's on the run, um, she's done a few snaps just from the boundary. It's just really impossible um yeah i think she she she's been working a lot as well in her fitness which is really good I've been really proud of her for that um so she's yeah she's coming together really well i think her her, her overhead marks specifically is just just crazy really
0: and then we'll, i suppose the next person in mind is naira anderson what do, what do you think some of her uh key attributes are naira she so
2: she's been playing half forward um and kicking a lot of goals in in most of her Swans games, actually she's um very confident, which is good we like to see confident players and um her footwork is really good. she's like she's dancing really she's on a stage um and she likes battling inside the contest. I think every time I look at her she's on the ground trying to grab the ball in in a contest um which is really good to see we like you know it's good to see hunger and and um and passion for the ball so yeah.
1: And then Sinead Davidson, obviously the other one who, um, you know, a high flyer, um, I don't know if you saw her mark from earlier this year, but like yeah. that, that kind of thing, like showed what she could do in the air and had a really consistent season after that. What, what have you sort of, um, I find her strengths and, and what she does so well?
2: Yeah, I don't think she actually stopped talking about that, Mark, for a few weeks after it actually happened. Um, no, it's good to see. She's she's um, definitely been one of the um, underdogs in the past few years that have come out, and everyone's just been like, wow, like, who is this girl? She's, you know, got really good skills. Obviously, a super overhead, Mark. Um, yeah, it just grips her, really. Um, she's very hardworking, She's been in the mid and forward a couple of times um, and I think she's also going to be a very big chance of um, getting on an AFLW list for next year.
0: So that'll be good to see her. We've spoken about all of these other WA Academy members, but we haven't really spoken about yourself and some of your strengths do you think are on the footy field? Um, I think that um, obviously a big one for me is fitness. I think I've always been,
2: um, I've always been quite fit. I just, I like running to be honest with you. It's good. Um, and I think, also the physicality of the game and, and tackling pressure. Um, yeah, that's something that I really like to, you know, implement into my game, which is um which is good to see from everyone. I just, you know, have a hunger for it. So yeah,
0: that's yeah. I suppose are there any elements you're hoping to improve on? Yeah, I think I um
2: yeah, I mentioned to Peter a couple of weeks ago. I think my um my skills in terms of kicking, I think they've been getting better. I will give myself credit for that, but, um, you know, just being dangerous by foot is definitely one of the best attributes you can have obviously in the game. Um, so yeah, that'll be good. I've been working, um, working pretty hard at that. So hopefully that, that comes out nicely.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, looking, uh, I guess ahead now, we've talked about these, uh, this year's, I guess, top age prospects. We'll look at the up and coming ones. We'll start with, um, Amy Franklin is obviously an, another member of your team, um, playing quite well at, uh, up forward. What, what are the kind of her strengths? Because she looks very athletic for her size.
2: Yeah, I think she's, she's got great athleticism in, in terms of like she's big bodied, like she's been getting better and better um, since being at Claremont. She's moved from West Perth. Um, her hands and and her marking is is incredible contested and uncontested um, but then at the same time she's very quick and agile so she tends to um tends to play on quite a lot but it works in her favor i think every time she does um and
0: because of how big she is no one can really like tackle her um so it's good she takes the game on well and moving on chloe riley a forward how do you rate her progress and and her game style yeah I think Chloe's
2: interesting because she um she's quite small, but she plays a lot bigger than her size she's not afraid at all, which is something that's really good to see. She takes on her opponents um and she's very focused she's very committed um and um yeah she kicks a lot of goals in most of her games and and really good kick as well she's got a very good leg on her which is which is good to see for the young girls
1: and, and then moving to swan's um Emma Nana, how's uh, she been? Like she played a bit in defence from memory. Like what I've seen of her, she's uh, is she predominantly a defender? What what did she do so well?
2: Yeah, she she's mainly defender. Um, when I, I've known her for a couple of years, um, she's uh, mainly defence. She's she's very skilled, very highly skilled, very composed, a bit like Sarah. Very, uh, um, she's got very good kicking skills, and and you know it just. It's like she moves in slow mo, really, when you when you go to tackle her, she's just yeah, she's really good. I, um it's good to see because we don't see a lot of um a lot of defenders, key defenders who are coming through. So um
0: yeah, it's good to see her coming through. And then looking to the peel lineup, we've got Courtney Rowley. She's an exciting prospect. What do you think about her game plan?
2: Yeah, I think Courtney's um probably gonna be one of the most exciting, exciting draft prospects when she comes around next year. She's won the um, club's best and fairest when she was 15 at Peel. So, you know, that really lets you know how good she is. She's um, developing into inside mid. She plays wing quite a bit um, and she she likes to intercept the ball well and she's got a great set of hands as well. So every time she marks, she's um, she gives it off well or takes a run, which is good.
1: And... I mean, from your perspective, who are some of the other names to keep an eye on, uh, you know, this year, next year, anything like that, any names that are coming up that uh, might be surprise packets or, or people that have been really uh, impressing in the league?
2: I think um, one of the girls, Charlie Thomas, she's also, um, she plays for Subie. She's in National Academy as well. She's, she's probably the like one of the best players I've seen at her age. She's, she's so committed. Her a very highly skilled, like one of the probably most skilled girls I've ever watched. It's just a joy to watch her, really. She's, um, she's really good. And then you've got this year, you've got the McKayla um, and Bree Hyde, the Hyde twins. I think they've matured a lot in their game um, since last year. They've been switched around positions, um, which is good to see. So they've been playing a bit of mid. Um, yep, yeah, so they're doing well. And, and who else? Um, let's see. Kia Buckley. She's um, come through from Esperance two years ago. Um, she's playing 18s and she's playing for Subi now. Um, she's great. She's great fitness, great commitment. She loves the game and um, her marking um, and her kicking is getting a lot better. So, yeah, those are some of the girls I think will will be a surprise package in, in this year and next year.
1: Yeah, and I think... Uh, the way we'll sort of close up is sort of just looking ahead to the finals and and get your tips. Um, so there's not that many games to uh, to happen. So um, obviously the the big one through to the uh, grand final on the weekend. Who who have you sort of got out of that um, Subi and Peel clash?
2: Oh, that's tough. I think um, Subi are probably favourites. I think going to this game, but Peel are very um clear they're very obvious in in when they want something they'll get it and so I think that peel will give Subi some real physical some physicality um this weekend but yeah I think I'll probably tip Subi I think
1: and then in the uh East and Swans clash who, who do you think will get up there
2: um I think well well East have the home advantage um and I think it's supposed to be raining, but Swans swans are good in the rain. So I think it'll be quite even, again, as it was on the weekend. I'm hoping I'm probably, I'll probably tip Swans.
1: So then out of, uh, I guess, the, the Swans and Peel, who who makes the grand final then against Subi again? Do Peel go back and, and make it or do Swans go through?
2: Oh, I would think, yeah, it's oh, that's a tough one. I think it's going to be really close. Um. I would think that Swans will probably want to have a um, another grand final, grand final chance. So, so I would assume, yeah, I'm, I think I would tip them to go through to verse Subi.
1: And do you think Suby's the team to beat? Then, like, they're the, would they be your tip for the the flag at this stage?
2: Yeah, at this stage, I think um, in terms of the minor premiership. Um, but then that also comes into, I guess, um, looking at, at history how they've struggled in in finals. But I think at the moment. Um, at the moment, I definitely think that Subi um, are, fi- are favourites for the flag right now.
1: Yeah, oh. for sure. No, that that all sounds good. All right. Well, um, what are you most looking forward to? I guess in the final series, if you had to say, like, what's the one thing you're kind of looking forward to watching?
2: Um, I'm just looking forward to watch everyone really just let loose. To be honest, I just want to see you know good, good skills and good um you know a couple of great marks and goals and and really exciting, which I think um which is good to see. I think a lot of some of the teams perform well under pressure, which is
0: um, which will be good to see. So yeah. I definitely think it will be an action-packed finish to the season, that's for sure.
2: Yeah,
0: 100%. We shall say thank you for Bell- to Bella Lewis for joining us today. We really appreciate it. It was great to gre- gain your insight and have a chat with you. It's amazing how different like a player's perspective can be to kind of onlookers. So having that insight is very handy so we will be back next week pete where can we gain all of the access and information regarding the draft and all our football content
1: yep yeah, so we'll um head to draft central Oz aus, aus at facebook twitter or instagram and of course on the website we'll have all the uh, content going up for both wa and across the nation so uh should be a good time and yeah looking forward to getting stuck into the finals and watching some action there
0: Thank you once again for joining us on the Final Siren podcast. Uh, thank you again to Bella Lewis. Pete, also, always a pleasure, and we will catch you next